This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. Bacon, you gotta love it. Mass Mutual will help you get there. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. The Eagle at North End 76 stations and on-the-fly service station on Collister and State. McDowell Specialty Repair. Hendrickson's Fine Jewelry, the place to go for that special someone. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Coach Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Today we're going to visit with a gentleman. His name is David Ferdinand, and he wears many hats. We're going to hear his story. Uh, We're going to talk about a lot of things that he has done in the past and also is currently doing. But first of all, David, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thank you, Skip. It's great to be here. Well, as you can tell, that voice of his, he's been in radio as well. (laughs) But, uh, David, what we'd like to do is to go back and, and have you... Tell your story, you know, where you grew up and yeah. kind of march us through the different phases of your life up until this point. It started in Canyon County, Idaho. Mm. I am one of those original Canyon County guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were raised to south of Nampa. Mm. Uh, you know, that, that Deer Flat community, you know, Sism area. Went to Sism grade school. You know those. Remember those two, three room country schools. Oh, yeah. They had added a room on on Sism, so we became a three room country school. You know, we were big time. Uh, sure. They were consolidated in a lot of schools in Bennett District and Lakeview. Played a lot of baseball. Yeah. Skip didn't. You know, yeah. we we did have footballs, but uh, you know, we we were trying to out in the pasture when they were running to catch a football. We were trying to dodge those uh, those <laughs> the the, the uh, the things left behind by the cows yeah, the that cows, would be in yeah. there, and stay out of their their uh, you know the holes made by their uh, by yes. sloshing around when they were irrigating your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. that's where you know that's where uh, I began. My my dad was an engineer on the Union Pacific Railroad. Mom was a pioneer lady that had been or- born in Iowa and. You know, dairy farmers, and she loved the farm. She loved animals, and we actually were a wildlife refuge. Really? And had at one point over 1,500 wild animals that, uh, and, you know, and I think that taught me a lot. Yeah. You learn a lot from animals. Well, you do. You learn a lot by watching, as Yogi Berra once said. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We had uh, kind of a a refuge that the wildlife uh, refuge people would bring animals to my mom and and to us kids uh, that needed nurse back to health if they'd been shot or uh, eagles or hawks or owls or anything like that. And we... We started collecting owls and and uh, and skunks and bears and badgers and things like that back in the in 1959 and back in the yeah 50s and 60s. yeah so we were kind of the first uh, you know the first people that were really doing a lot of that and then we had our own zoo made Walt Disney movies when we were 
young kids uh, by utilizing coyotes and and uh, we had lions and tigers and buffalo you name it so yeah. my life began really on the farm milking cows like a lot of people did sure and taking care of animals and getting up early because you knew that the sun was going to be pretty uh, high overhead by between 12 and 2 and and so you got up early and went out there and made it happen yep so whatever you needed to do, but that's yeah. that's really I I guess I began that you know the work ethic, yeah. the logic, mm-hmm. the you know the mindset that you need if you're raised on a farm or in a small community. You know Nampa. When I went to Nampa High School, uh, you know we probably had fifteen, maybe eighteen thousand people in the city of Nampa at that time. Really. And so, pretty small community. Yeah, everybody sure. knew everybody, and you know, we had one high school, so we had it. What a what a tremendous time to grow up yeah. and be raised yeah. in Idaho. Yeah, and then, like you say, to learn the work ethic, and yeah, that that's that was an awesome time, I'm sure, for you. It was. So, what happened next? Well, it, well, high school. Uh, you know, started a rock and roll band in high school. Yeah, you know, you're a musician did 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 music. Uh, loved that, and uh, I had a grandmother that was a music minister. She and another lady mm-hmm. would would go around and sing gospel music at and, the churches. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. churches. Grand, my grandpa was a, a pastor, and you, you know, you you absorb a lot of right. your surroundings. In fact, is uh, it brought to mind the fact that, you know, your mom and, and dad would tell you, don't run around with that guy, <laughs> you know. What they were really saying is whoever you run around with, whatever you read, right. you're going to become. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't understand all of that. No. But so I absorbed that and, uh, you know, started in uh, out of high school, started in uh, radio and television, uh, you know, met my wife in in a drama class at Nampa High. She was sixteen, I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could tell you that next week we we get to celebrate our fifty second anniversary yeah. of our first date. Wow! And we got to grow up together. Yeah. How blessed that's, is that? That's a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, from that I went into radio and and uh, you know at uh, one of the local radio stations and. Uh, Boise College. I was program director of Boise mm-hmm. State College radio, radio. station, mm-hmm. and and uh, then worked for one of the local local stations, and then was hired and moved to Spokane, Washington, and started in radio and TV. They had a television station up there, and and so I got to learn uh, radio and TV, and anchored television news and mm. so you know i mean it was it was all of that uh media and and pr- right, promotion right, and yep. and that you know you you learn business so it's another learning experience it, it really that. was yeah. and and believe it or not you know when you're a 15 16 year old kid and you're playing rock and roll music and we were on these two-way roads between you yeah, know ontario yeah. and Legrand and and uh, all these various uh, armories and places that you'd play yeah. play music 
you know, I knew my grandma was praying for me, sure, and and uh, and my family, and making sure that we were watching out for one another. But boy, you think about it, yeah. we were on the road. I remember those days? You had yeah. to watch well in Boise at the various venues over here as well. But uh, you know, everybody had a garage band at that time, and little did we know we were putting in the time that uh, it was going to be used later on. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so then what? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Uh, There's so many things that you need a part in. Well, uh, starting, you know, when you're in radio and television, they're they're creative things. You learn a lot. And I I happen to be mentored by uh, one of the greatest guys that was in radio. Uh, a guy named Wayne Cornells. Mm-hmm. And Wayne, uh, in fact, has became uh, executive director of the Radio Advertising Bureau after really? he left uh, Nampa. And uh, just, be, you know, just a tremendous, uh, tremendous guy. He was the one that taught me every every word means something. Yes, has meaning. And what you need to do is make sure if you're charging somebody for a radio commercial, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you use the words that can return them the dollars that they're spending on you. Yeah. So in other words, he, he told me one time, he said, don't tell people what you don't have. Yeah. Because I had said in my radio copy, uh, closed Sundays. And he said, just tell them they're open Monday what, through Saturday. What you do have. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's that positive sure. enforcement yep. that I think uh, was tremendous for me. Yeah. And, of course, with the opportunity to go into radio and television, I started a marketing and advertising group and uh, production studios. We had uh, television studios here in the Boise area. You know, at one point, uh, a lot of my friends and I had put together – some studios that 5,000 square foot studio with a psych wall and mm-hmm. the you know great equipment and so yeah. we were producing a lot of doing a lot of creative which started way back when mm-hmm. you know when you're writing copy and you're and you're creating things that that will motivate people or move people sure. to some sort of a purchase you know and advertising and marketing that's what you know we we were thrilled to be able to be in that business yeah. for years and years and years Went on to consulting and uh, helped a lot of people in in marketing mm-hmm. uh, themselves, you know, in the political realm. Mm-hmm. So I learned strategy and and uh, learned from a lot of these guys that were elected officials and you know in the political uh, arena and and helped them, yeah. uh, you know, over the years. Uh, so you you learn, you know, the the persuasive language, but you know what's real. And what isn't real? Yeah, yeah. Well, Skip, I, I learned way back when you you you've got to make sure you know that that old adage of you can't sell something or you can't provide the message to help sell something if it's not a quality product right. yep. or if it's not something that people can even improve their lives or yeah. or improve their family or in some way uh, be an integral part of our, their lives. You know, you learn that. And sure. who, who knew that it would start way back, you know, even yeah. going to, to, you know, your elementary school, that you learned that from your school teachers, yeah. from people that were willing to stop and invest some yeah. time in your life. Right. You know, you look back at all of those things. And so that's 
that's how I got where where I uh, I was at the point where I was asked if if I wanted to take the place of an individual that was coming out of the county commission mm-hmm. structure, and county I had county. lobbied mm-hmm. at uh, the legislature. And I had lobbied uh, uh, for the, uh, you know, the Christian coalition and, and had done a lot of those kinds of things. And, and of course, we had spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. and back and forth. So, you know, that was kind of an interesting area in my life as well. Sure. I enjoyed sure, that. Sure. Uh, one important point that you, you mentioned that uh, I think is worth mentioning again is how important mentors are. Oh, boy. Yeah. Having a mentor or mentors and being a mentor. I think that is such a big deal because we, a lot of people reach down and help us along the way and and then it's our responsibility to turn around and do that for someone else. That's right. And be able to help them along the way. Well, um, through all this, tell us about your your Christian commitment, when you became a Christian and all that. You know, I, uh, I was sharing that with some people last Sunday because uh, we we were talking about how God gets a hold of our lives. Yeah. Uh, I can remember you know going to church as, uh, as a young person and being part of a youth group and and then getting kind of off track and getting into doing some things at in rock and roll sure. and, and some of those kinds of things and you and you think wow uh, I was I remember I went to work for a company that uh, took me to. Of all places, Hackensack, New Jersey. No kidding. Yeah. I was uh, running an advertising brokerage firm Mm -hmm. using those talents that I'd learned in radio and television and script writing Mm -hmm. to produce 1,600 weekly newspaper segments and and 36 magazines. We worked on a lot of of stuff, and we had sales organizations all over the country, Mm -hmm. and it was my job, because I was very successful with that company, to then go out and be the first training manager, start training others to do what I did. So you start analyzing. Like you say, Mm -hmm. uh, mentoring or training those people. And, and, you know, living in the metropolitan New York area was a big change for this Idaho potato, I'll I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But taught me a lot. Taught me how to work with with, uh, diverse groups of people. And and I was told by my sales organization that if I ever wanted to leave New York area, I had to hire my replacement. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be as tough as it yeah, was. I'll bet. But, you know, that old adage of, of uh, you know, you have to hire 100 people to find 10. That's right. And then out of that 10, one of them yep. can lead the organization. Yep. And, boy, that's what I found out. Right. Right. So it took me a while to do that and then uh, moved on, uh, opened an office in Hackensack, from that Hackensack office to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. Now. There's That's where another culture shock. There's where God got a hold of me. I was going rapid, 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 and was not taking time for my spiritual yeah. life. We had my wife, two small children mm-hmm. in that Hackensack area, and didn't have time for church or fellowship. Yeah. That's what I thought. Right. And I, I felt that I needed something and realized I did not have a Bible with me. Yeah. And, you know, bless my mother-in-law's heart. She listened to that to that cry of my heart through the Lord. Never told anybody about it, but the next week a care package arrived mm. from my mother-in-law. Wow! And right on top of that box was a Bible. Yep. 
what a difference. Yep. You know, when yep. people listen, sure. if God's speaking to you about something today, you know, don't hesitate. You know, that you're, right. you may be the answer to someone's prayer. Yeah. We got to Tulsa, Oklahoma, wrote down uh, on my welcome wagon stuff when we got to Tulsa that uh, we went to a certain church. Well, that denomination, 63 of those churches called on me mm. and my family. And I thought, boy, somebody's trying to get a hold yeah, of this. I'll bet you. And so I, I went to the closest church on the corner, went down and talked to that pastor and said, hey, I want to get my family in church. And he said, well, it's a two-way street. I love this guy. His name was Eddie Hatfield. I'll never Eddie, forget yep. this guy. Pastor Hatfield said, if you join my church, you got to get involved. Yep. So he made me the Sunday school teacher mm -hmm. for the young unmarried several of them went to oral roberts university yeah in tulsa right in tulsa and he knew i think he could see right through me that i was the kind of guy that didn't want to be surpassed by someone mm -hmm. you know all that sales in me training training and and uh i had to study three nights a week mm -hmm. to stay ahead of those students yeah God got a hold of my life, and yeah. and in, in a great way, and 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 then I, I because I had the motivation I think to make sure that my kids and my family were were given the right direction mm -hmm. as my place in, yeah. in that family. So so that's kind of you know that that's kind of where it turned me around. Got back to uh, Boise area and Nampa. Uh, got my kids in Nampa Christian schools and. Mm -hmm. And that's when the next step occurred. Okay. I don't know if you're ready for that. I'm ready. I, uh, I, I was trying to promote the Nampa Christian Schools auction. Mm -hmm. We were just beginning that event back in those days. This is probably in, in the uh, mid-'70s. And uh, uh, I had started an advertising marketing agency at that time in, in Boise. And, and uh, I met a gentleman that had a hot air balloon, and I wanted to bring that to entice people to come to the country fair and auction yeah. at Nampa Christian. And, uh, and through that conversation, he invited me to come sing in his gospel group. Okay. Now, who'd have thought that this old rock and roller <laughs> would get the opportunity yeah. To, to go to a concert, and, and they happened to be traveling to Enterprise, Oregon the next Sunday, and he said, uh, why don't you just come hop on the bus with us? He never asked me if I could sing, yep. never asked me if I could play guitar. No kidding. And that was uh, the King's Witnesses group and uh, Dan Duncan and mm. and and Terry uh, – or uh, Sherry and Dud, Dudley, Dwayne Exley yeah. and – and several people that were in that group, that group was around for a long, long time, but gave me the opportunity to do something that I never knew God could use me. Stretched you. And really, mm -hmm. once again, if you're going to give out, yeah. you're going to have to take in. That's it. And so gave me the opportunity to really become what I think uh, that God wanted me to do. And that's really how God got a hold of my life. And, you know, it's like the old the old saying, you know, God didn't move. No. He's, he was there all the no, time. No, we don't find God. God finds us. Yeah, And he yeah. keeps pulling until. And that willing vessel then yeah. that we become 
he's going to use. Absolutely. And and we had some great opportunities. Oh, Ben. Amazing story. Well, we're talking with David Ferdinand, and uh, we've got a few minutes left. And I want you to tell us a little bit about your family, um, if you would, David. I'm married, you know. Like I say, you know, we we've been together since we were now, yeah. we were teenagers, and uh, I've got a son uh, and his family, and uh, and two daughters mm-hmm. and their families. Are they all local? And they're all in the in this area. Okay. Got a son that's uh, in the Marsing area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he happens to be, uh, you know, he's. Uh, uh, mayor of Marsing and no you know works in and out of the area, but uh, yeah. uh, has his family over there. He's got some great kids and, yeah. and involved in that. And of course, my daughter has uh, a business here in in uh, the Meridian Meridian area. Mm-hmm. She was an athletic trainer, graduated from Boise State. Good. You know, worked with a guy named Pokey Allen over Pokey, there that yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Pokey <laughs> replaced me when I left. That's right. Yeah. And and then uh, my my youngest. Uh, and her family are in Nampa, and, and my daughter is a professor at uh, NNU mm-hmm. and teaches in the communications department as the debate coach mm, over there. Wonderful. And so that's kind of in the nutshell. Yeah. Well, and then we could talk about grandkids. Oh, yeah, listen, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm in the same vein as you are. We've got all our kids and grandkids here in the area, and it's so wonderful to be able to get together and, and do things together. Uh, that's, that's, that's outstanding. Well, David, let's shift gears here a little bit. Let's talk about the the music portion of your life and, and how important that's been and, wow. and the ministry that you've been able to share through that. You know, the uh, I'll tell a quick story. With the King's Witnesses, we, you know, we never know. Let me, let me state that differently. We do know that God's Word will not return mm-hmm. void. Right. We know that. Scriptural. Yeah. Sometimes... I believe the words in the song that are anointed, those God words mm-hmm. that come out of that gospel music, I saw people's lives changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember an old boy, you know, listening to us at uh, 62 Days over in Oregon. You know, it's their anniversary of the founding of that that community in mm-hmm. 1862, I think it was, and and we followed the believe it or not, Skip. We followed the Can Can dancers, I think, really? out on an open stage out there in the middle of a community, and somebody was sharp enough to bring our country gospel group in there, yeah. and the words we sang were gospel words. Mm-hmm. It might have sounded a little country, you know. But it was God's word. What ended up happening is we uh, there's a there's a an old gentleman next to the record rack over there, you know, tears rolling down his yeah. cheek hmm. because those words of uh, you know I think it was a Gary Paxton song. He was there all the time. Yeah. You know those kinds of words yeah. that are you know that that take a person back. To that point of, of right. uh, commitment to God that maybe they've been away from right. God for a while or whatever the case might be or something happening in their lives yeah. that, that that music ministry yeah. seems to you know sometimes reach out and touch where uh, 
yeah. nothing else can and that's that's why we have we have talk programming we have all kinds right. of great great programming but sometimes those songs and and yeah. just that uh listening to those words makes the yeah. difference oh i i agree yeah. wholeheartedly uh, when you put it to music sometimes it just really resonates so we've talked about where you've been, what yeah. you've done. Let's talk about what you're doing now, because I know you're doing some things that are still pretty darn important. Well, we're definitely continuing to minister. We have a, you know, we have a country, another country gospel group mm-hmm. that, you know, periodically we get to go out and minister in the community, help guys like, you know, Bill Roscoe over at the yep. Boise Rescue oh, Mission, yeah. Oh, yeah. bring music to the dinners over yep. in the Nampa yep. area. And uh, Jenny Cowley and I have done that yeah. for several years, and and uh, you know with several of the musicians that are in the in the Treasure Valley, mm-hmm. uh, you know we have a little group Gospel Highway that we get out yeah. and, and get to do. But I, I get to minister at Sunny Ridge Retirement well, Home. I, I want, that's what I wanted you to share. Yeah, we're every Sunday morning, nine forty-five. You know we we get begin a. A Sunday morning service. We are the we're their church. Yeah, and I have been given the opportunity to do some of the the chaplaincy stuff and mm-hmm. and pastoring as a lay minister for the uh, for the Sunny Ridge Retirement Home along with Judy Moore and yeah. and uh, and so you know we get to sing songs out of the old hymnals, man. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Yep. Uh, and you know you get forty fifty. Uh, individuals that are at that point in their life where they're not able to yeah. go to the church of their choice, so they get stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's such uh, important work. Oh wow! What a blessing for those people. You it's, know, it's we have great. such a great time, and then uh, and then we get to share. You know where they are with their families, right. so they bring their families sure. in. Skip, it's one of those kinds of things where you just never know what we're going to do. We yeah. we try to uplift and and keep that message going. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, we got about a minute left. David, and again, we're talking with David Ferdinand. Uh, David, I want to talk. Have you share your your experience and involvement with the God and Country? Oh yes, each year. Uh, uh, this year, I'm uh, again president of the God and Country Festival. A lot of pump people know uh, what's going on. We've been rebuilding uh, our board, adding new people, and we all still can always use tremendous help. You know, with the volunteers, mm-hmm. as you know, many people uh, from various churches have helped over the years. Uh, this is the 53rd year uh, for the God and Country Festival. It's uh, the 26th yeah. of June this year. So yeah. Yeah. we're we're going to be back at it so we'll be letting you know a lot more about what's going on absolutely well we want to thank david ferdinand to for being a guest today on game plan for life we appreciate uh, all that he does for so many people and david god bless you and keep up the great work thanks skip great being on your program game plan for life with coach skip hall is brought to you by the following sponsors christian brothers automotive Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's, oh yes we did. Allen Marsh Travel Center. Clothesline Cleaners, visit clotheslinecleaners.com. Rocket Express Car Wash, it's a blast. And Hoffman Auto Body, Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. 
If you would like more information on how you and your business can become a sponsor of Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall, just call the radio station at 208-377-3790 and someone will help you get in the game. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.